my goodness it's been a while welcome to the back porch conjure and i am e5 bayo i know i changed the script today because uh usually i play you know not rap music or anything like that but shit i had to play that one so people can know we're gonna have a good day well y'all i don't know what time it is we are 
So grab a seat, cop a squat, get a blanket, grab a chair, shit, sit right here on the porch. Grab you something cold to drink, some coffee, some tea, however you want it. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere, get your drink on. Baby, let me explain. We have just been going through a lot of emotional things. Some people have been too happy. Some people have been in their feelings. Some people have been touching. Man, it's like walking on eggshells with some things. And some things is just like, damn, you mad over that? Or you disgusted over that? Or because somebody didn't add you? Man, I'm telling you, it's real out here now. People don't know. They really don't. If somebody's too happy, somebody too mad. If somebody too mad, somebody too sad. It's in their feelings. Then, first of all, P P N B peanut butter and jelly, right? I don't know about y'all, and I'm not here to say that the young girl was real talk. I want to talk about that a little bit. I'm not here to say that the young lady was right or wrong from posting where they was, but she did take it down. Or maybe somebody else saw him and said, hey, you know, you know who he is. Because he wasn't an unknown artist. But you notice how folks just start jumping on. It only take one person, one person to say something and it becomes a trend. Oh, now because everybody's posting who he is or where he at. But I asked all those people, did you go there? Have you been to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Have you been to Cali? Majority of the people that speak and never left their goddamn area. Half of them never even left where they from. You know what I'm saying? They never been to Cali. And if you have, then maybe you'll know. Like Cardi B and them said, it's some questionable people that stand outside. It, it could have been the person that drove them there. It could have been the person that was at the light. Hey, that's P&B. Oh, shit. It could have been anybody. Could have been. But we are automatically attacking this young lady. Now, whether she's wrong or right, let's just say, because they had broke up and it got back together, maybe this was her revenge. Who knows? Because we don't know what their relationship was. Guess what? All we know is that it's someone dead. Someone that has two little girls that are now without a father. The rap world or the music industry lost the artist. Now, most people are saying, hey, if you look at it, the whole clique that was a part of that, you know, music company, they all dead. Now, do I believe that Record companies take insurance out for their most controversial rappers. Yeah, because they're going to get their money back one way or another. We invested in you running around here toting guns and doing all this crazy shit. Put insurance on them. Because if we die, we're getting our money back. We didn't lose anything. So, do sometimes do music execs do that? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. They know how crazy or how, you know, ghetto or whatever some of these artists are and how they stay in trouble. So I might as well. You don't think the baby record company don't got a, a half, a, well, a million dollars on his ass? We're going to get our money back one way or another. You know what I'm saying? People have other agendas other than yours. That's why I always say, look under the surface. 
Don't just, and this ain't, oh, she's doing controversy. No, no. Look under the surface of things. Look under the surface. Follow, as I tell people, follow the money trail. Follow the money trail. Follow that. That's going to lead you where you need to go. Follow the money trail. If it's something of that nature, now let's bring it closer to home. Let's bring it in the hood sense. We get all these people we have around us and stuff, and we think that they have our best interests at heart. Not all the time. Some people are just there so they can get they come up. And once they get they come up, they don't give a fuck about you. And that's real talk. So you have to know, not even know your team. You got to know who you are and what you're capable of doing. You have to know who you are. And what you are capable of doing, acquiring, achieving. You got to know who you are. When you know who you are, then you know who your team consists of. Because you already know who's who's in the inner circle and who's on the outline. And it's okay. Everybody can't be in the inner circle. Everybody can't have access to you. Everybody can't know your every move. They can't. Sometimes you sleep with the enemy. Sometimes you do. Sometimes the people that you think got your back be the ones that stab you in it. Because you ain't going to let no stranger disrespect you. So it has to have people that have access to you. But see, what we do is we want to give people a second chance. We want to say, oh, because they're family, they blood, you know, and we, we got to believe in them. No, you don't. You don't. I know to this day. I know a mother that's great with her kids. No, it ain't me. So don't try to sit there and be like, yeah, she talking about her. No, I don't do subs. If I'm going to talk about me. I'm going to say me. But I know a mother that does everything for her kids. Like everything. Bend over backwards. Do all that. And they treat their mother like shit. Like shit. Like she don't even exist. They'll go, they will give flowers and candy and shit. To somebody else fucked up mother and won't give their mother nothing. But with that same mouth, they'll come to their mother and ask her for stuff. They'll, you know, oh, tell my mother she got to come. And the mother do it. Do it with, without remorse. And every time when I see him, y'all better pray that y'all go with her the day she hit the ground. Because y'all think people don't like y'all now. See, your mother's still here. And that's the part that I try to... Explain to people, yo, your mom's still here, so people only going to go but so far. But the day your mother close her eyes and take that dirt nap, you're going to see just how much motherfuckers love you because they don't. They don't. And either you jump in there with her or you just go and, and go and move and don't come back. Start a whole new life because motherfuckers are not going to accept you because they see how you treat your mom. and they also, There's no abuse, there was never no abuse. There was never no, oh, I sent my kids away or nothing. Like this lady has went over and beyond. Her kids, are just, some people are just like that, no matter what. And even some friends, no matter what. Let me tell y'all what happened to me one time, right? And I remember telling, then Angel was my godfather. I remember telling him this and he said, he just looked at me. So I'm going to tell you what happened. I was hanging out with one of my friends, right? And we went to see her, her jump off, right? Her little sidekick. And we were in there. We was in a barbershop. And he was, um, he was sitting there just talking. Now, I didn't feel him. I, I didn't like him. But guess what? He wasn't my choice. So I wasn't there for him. I was there in support of my friend. 
right? So he was just really being derogatory, like toward women and all that. So the more he talked, the more I cringe. Then he was like, yeah, Donna, you know, you're really cute. Like, you know, you, 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 you need a man. You're really cute. So I'm sitting there like, why are you talking to me? Right? I'm, my friend turns and looks at him. Now, this is my friend. Right? She turns and looks at him and goes, you know my friend a hoe. I'm like, ma, in my head, right? Because I had a whole emergency meeting. Like, in my head. A whole emergency meeting. And I'm sitting there like, bitch, do you know that you telling him that? It's not going to make him like you more. That's going to make him want to pursue me. Are you retarded? And secondly, who the fuck wants to date some dude that is sitting here talking the way he talks about women? And you really falling in love with that. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her like, yo, are you serious? And she's like, Oh, you know how she is. <laughs> she sucked with a lot of people. How the fuck you assassinate my character? Bitch, no, I didn't. Like, my body count ain't high. I hung around people, but my body count ain't high. But then I'm sitting there like, and I'm like, yo, let me know when you're ready to go. And she was like, oh, wait, you know, I'm just here. Uh-huh. We gonna go soon, because she was driving. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like 38 hot, right? And I'm like, wow. You really, like, she really said that. Just, you my girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we 40 years in. But I always say, look under the bottom. See the mix. First of all, broke women. And when I say broke, I don't mean material. I mean spiritually. Self-esteem broke. When I have to try so hard to get someone to like me. When I have to try so hard to be accepted in a crowd that never wanted you in the first place. When I have to dog the next sister or person out so I can be acknowledged. Those are broken people. Because hurt people only hurt people. Right? So once I left, I met up with my godfather. He just looked at me. He said, your first mistake was calling her your friend. (laughs) And I was like, shit, he's right. That was my first mistake. Right? Because we want to overlook the red flags. That wasn't her first time doing that to me. But I wanted to overlook and say, oh, but I see the goodness in them. No. No. You know, so we get that. We get that that brokenness that that I want to help them and I want to save them and I want to be, you know, a part of them because evidentially... I, I, I see a part of myself. Talk about it. And I if I can change, I know they can change. You may not be the one to help them change. You leaving might be that rock so they can change. You putting them in their place and saying, yo, what you saying or what you doing, that shit ain't fly. Might be the one to say, well, damn, let me go over here because I need help. But we stay and we take that burden. We get fucked over and then we want to be mad at the world. The first thing we say is, oh, I don't trust females. No, you shouldn't trust yourself because you allowed it to happen. Same way. I know a brother. This is my homeboy, right? My dog. My, this is my nigga. When my father passed away, my father had insurance, right? My aunt had insurance. I love that. You know what I'm saying? I got insurance. I'm not trying to be that person when I die. Motherfuckers got to do a GoFundMe. 
For what? For what? If the same way you can go and buy a coach and Teflon and Telfar and all these bags, you can go and get some fucking insurance. If you got an iPhone and your iPhone got better fucking insurance than you do, you need some help. I don't give a fuck if you got 5000 3000 10000 You got insurance. Get cremated. At least you were covered. You didn't leave that burden to the world. You took care of your responsible. So shout out and respect to those people that got insurance. Real talk. Because it's not a game. Don't tell me how to run my life or do all of that and you don't have said insurance. You, you didn't even take the time to say, I'm not a burden to nobody. I'm sitting here changing my life. I'm learning about different things. So I got to be responsible for me at the end of the day. Now, I can only be the light. I can't make you do it. So, I, from and I learned this lesson before I even get into the other part. I learned this lesson from my aunt. God bless the day. When she passed away, that's the first thing black people say. I hope she had insurance because we, oh, we all got to get together and get some money to bury her. But my aunt did. She had money. She had money to, to bury her. So my cousin, which was her son, he said, I don't know if she had it. I think mom had it. Like, you, you wasn't even up on it. So she left everything in her grandson's name because she knew her sons wouldn't be responsible. The grandson, at the end, he took all the money that was left over when he got his girl her butt done. She wound up cheating on him. But, hey, at least she got put away nicely. I mean, she had to choose between the four. She, she had to choose the one that would at least... At least put me in the ground right. I don't know what he's going to do with the rest of it. Hoping that he'll do right. But he didn't. So, okay. But he definitely commented didn't lose the address. Because he wound up getting his ass handed to him on a platter. So, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Right? But he did put her away like she was supposed to be. And that was the main thing. And she got buried where my mother is. So... That was the main thing. That was the cool part, right? So, excuse me. <clears throat> you have these, these things, right? So, when I, my homeboy called me, right? His name Barney. I love him. I do. I love him. He called me, and he was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry that your father died. I hope he had insurance. I said, yeah, he did. Oh, then he went around because everybody was calling me. Everybody, Nisi, Cameron, all of them was calling me like, yo, you know, Barney said, you know, that your father didn't have no insurance. My father did have insurance. He wanted to be cremated because I didn't throw him. This is where the rumor came. Because I didn't throw him a big funeral, I didn't have insurance. But I, I'm happy I paid for his insurance because that was the last thing my daughter told me. She said, Mom, make sure you pay his insurance. I said, no, I did. Because at first I was like, well, ain't nothing wrong with him shit. But she saw it, not me. She was like, Ma, t I'm telling you, pay the insurance. And I was like, I can let it, because it wasn't expensive. I said, I can let it double up. I'm not worried about it. She said, nope, Ma, pay it, pay it now. So I wound up paying it. I was like, okay, you get on my fucking nerves. So I paid the insurance, right? So... But I remember when my father was functional and he said, he said, what you going to do when I die? I said, well, you know, I invite uh, the family and he said, what y'all going to serve? I said, chicken, collard greens, get man to cook. He said, oh, okay, okay. He said, you got potato salad? I said, yeah. He said, you got chocolate cake? I said, yeah. He said, I'm going to go eat it? I said, no, sir, you did. He said, so the people that's coming to my friend, do, do they ever come and see me while I'm here? I said, no. 
I said, but damn, come. He said, I ain't letting nobody come and see me in a fucking box. I'm not with the horse and pony show. Cremate me, throw my ashes in the ocean. Let me go back to the motherland where I came from. I said, sir. He said, I'm telling you. You want to know what I want before I leave? That's what I want. He said, that's what I want. He said, what the fuck? I'm going to feed these people and do all of this and no one ain't coming to see me. Why I'm feeding them? Why my money got to feed these motherfuckers? So I said, okay, sir, that's what you want. So because I didn't have a big funeral, I cremated my father and I took my father, my uncle Nat, my grandmother and my aunt Nita to the ocean and we let their ashes go into the water because that's what they wanted. They didn't want to be a burden to nobody. Their time was up here. He said, why? He says, so if you keep me and then you go, I got to be a burden to somebody else. He said, no, I'm not here to be a burden. Send me back where I came from. I said, okay, sir. And it made sense. Because if I keep his ashes in, if something happened to me, my kids and them are not going to be responsible or take that, that, that on. So his time here on earth was up. It was done. He did everything he was supposed to do. He lived his life. Now let him go back to whence he came. And that's what I did. So because I didn't have pictures and all these different uh, hearses and all of that, my father didn't have insurance. And guess what I didn't do? I didn't go back and forth with him. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, buried, I made sure I took his ashes. I made sure he said, the money I leave you is not a lot. But go and do something with your life. He said, live and have no regrets when it's time for you to lay here. And I did that. I did that. And I made sure. And my family, I ain't even going to lie. My kids and them was like, how much are you giving me? Did you pay any of the insurance? Did you, you know? So I offered to pay their phone bills. All of them had high phone bills. I don't want that. Why can't I get my daughter Didi and all of them? Oh, they cursed me out. But it's crazy because... When my father died that night, he came to me. He said, he, he called me. Uh, he said, listen. He said, listen, Bean. He said, you're ready to go through a battle. And I'm not there to fight with you. But I'm here fighting for you on the other side. I'm telling you no lie. He said, they're going to come for you. He said, so you stand your ground. You do what's right for you. And I love you and thank you because I'm happy now. I'm with your mom and them. And that was it. That was the confirmation I needed. So I packed up everything and I left South Carolina. I went to Atlanta and stayed there for about three months. And then I bounced because my daughter and all of them were let's like, everything was, oh, how much money are you giving me? I need money. I need money. And I'm sitting there like, are you serious? Oh, my God. And they treated me, my own kids, at one time. That's why I said, I don't throw subs. At one time, when my father died, my sister, right? Now, not only my friends, but my sister called everybody. We're going to have um, something for dad, for Billy. And y'all give me the receipts on whatever you pay. And I'll give it to my sister so she can pay for it. And give y'all money back. Uh, I know you lying. So when I called my brother, my brother Robert called me. He said, um, how much are you um, giving me? I said, giving you for what? He said, because Denise said, you know, everybody's buying this and we all meeting up at my house. I said, did any one of y'all come down south? He said, no. I said, did any one of y'all send help or anything to me? No. So why the fuck am I coming to your house to do anything? What? At all. Not at all. 
Sorry, love you. It was God bless the dead, my ex-husband, Craig. Craig said, Donna, do he said, Billy, you took care of Billy. Do what the fuck you gotta do and don't worry about nobody. And I sure didn't. I did not. I didn't care not one bit at all. My brother man was like, oh, I was so mad at y'all because y'all took pictures of Billy while he was dead. You didn't even see him when he was alive, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, are you serious? He put a roof over your head for many years, nigga. Don't play. So, I, I left it at that. I didn't argue. Right? But I'm letting y'all know, and I'm saying this because you will have people that you think that got you that don't. Because there's an underline. There's a hidden agenda. Was I heard about my friend Barney saying that? Yeah. But did I care? No. Did I go and tell him? No, because I didn't give a fuck. You know why? Because I knew the truth. He didn't. He was fishing for information for him and Karen Curry. I didn't, I didn't have time for that. Why? They never poured into me. They never asked for anything. They never gave me anything. They never helped me with nothing. And Barney, when he drove me and took me somewhere, I put gas in his car. So you can't say, yo, this bitch did, I did this. No, nigga, I always, it was a fair exchange. Either you got spiritual service or nigga, you got the hookup. So let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't, I didn't break. I didn't go off when it came to my family. I didn't break. I didn't go off. I set them up to let them know what we not going to do. And I kept it moving because when I saw my father and the way he was living, I went and got him. I went to my brothers and them and said, can y'all help me? Oh, how much you giving me? So I'm not doing that. That's why I remember when my godmother said, you know, why can't you ask your family for money to get you crowned or whatever? I said, I ain't come from no rich family, ma'am. I ain't come from people that will offer you thousands of dollars. Them niggas will give you $10 and uh, a, a juice or something or maybe get you a plate. But they going to tell everybody. So why do that? I remember... Before Chango Cabo Sile told me, don't go to my family and ask him for nothing. I asked him, I asked my brother. I said, yo, you know, I'm great losing my shop and um, I need help. He said, oh, I'll give you, my brother gave me $40. He said, that's all I can give you. But I watched him give my niece. I watched him give, you know, $1,000 to other people. And I just, I just shook my head. Like, how many of y'all opened up a business? How many of y'all have started anything? How many of y'all have done that? Like, why wouldn't you support your family to, to, so you can move forward? You know what I'm saying? Because when she rise, all of y'all rise. The only one that spoke up was my brother, man. He said, yo, my sister got a store on Jamaica Avenue and none of us are supporting her. He said, and that's fucked up. He said, because she made her dream into a reality. And none of us are, are, are out there helping her or doing anything for her. And they sure wasn't. They wasn't. When he came up there, I took a picture. Both of us in white. He said, I'm sorry. He said, but I'm hurt because you did something that I always wanted to do. He said, and that's the real reason why none of us support you. Because you're doing something that none of, all of us wanted, but we didn't have the guts to do it. And I was like, thank you for being honest. There's an underline. Everybody has their own agenda. My brother calls me every day. He don't call me to be like, hey, babes, you know. He called me so I could, he plug in to get some positive energy. That's it. Or to help with something. I'm like, okay, all right. And that's it. It ain't no, if there's nothing wrong with his life, he calling me because he don't give a fuck. But I love it. Cabo Sile, Shango say, anything you need, don't ask your family. Ask me. 
And I'm like, wow. Because he knew. And, you know, most people say, oh, you know, you can't expect your family to do that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody act, act like their family's jealous. I'm not going to say jealous. I'm not. You know. But are they hurt because they didn't do what, they didn't follow their dream? Because they allow all those people to say, child, I wouldn't do that. It's not going to work. I, I'm not a person, don't put your fears and phobias on me. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't. Why? Because you didn't do it great. That's you. You ain't got shit to do with me. You know, I remember when I was traveling, the first thing they said, my brother's name was like, you got to be careful. You shouldn't travel. But let them travel. Oh, you should be careful. Uh-huh, y'all just jealous. We'll do all of that. And I sit back and laugh. My sister worked from Amtrak, right? And I remember everybody was like, hey, you should give me a buddy pass. My sister will spit on you before she give you anything. But let her come to you and ask you for something. Man, you don't give it to her. She go gossip about you through the whole family. We'll talk about you, your kids, your grandkids. Talk about your mama, her mama. She don't give a fuck. She do not care. But let you ask her for some shit. She'll dog you out. Let me tell you, I wanted to go to Atlanta. And I asked my sister. I said, real story. I asked her. I said, I said, Denise, won't you let me get one of your buddy passes on Amtrak? You know, because she do get them. And she would give her friends. And I'm like, won't you let me get one of your buddy passes so I can get down here to Atlanta? Oh, you got to come to my house and clean my house? I did all of that. I'm telling you, I did all that. I sat with this helper, did all that. And right when I say, yo, you give me the pass? No, I'm not giving you no pass. Look me dead in the face. I said, you know what? That was my stupid ass thinking that you would ever do anything good. Yo, no. When her husband died, husband died on Valentine's Day. Real talk. And I had a chance to give her the same energy that she gave me. But I'm not wired like that. I'm not. I'm really not wired like that. And she, nobody wanted to sleep in her house. Right? And I said, fuck it. She can't be alone. So I stayed. All right? She going to come out the room. I know I was so wrong to you. And I was so mean to you. And I, I know I did a lot of dirty things to you. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, okay. I said, don't worry about it. She came the next day. I tell you no lie. Some girl came. This was her friend. And my sister's back and forth. You know, she's still mourning over her husband. He passed away. He died. You know, he died on Valentine's Day. So why everybody was getting, the, you know, all the information and getting stuff together. Right? My um, sister... She, her friend came over. Her friend had another friend. So they didn't know I was my sister's sister. They just thought I was somebody that she met, right? Or somebody that came from her job. So my sister had liquor and she had weed. So while she was in the back getting dressed, I'm watching these people in her house. I'm sitting there, right? That's motherfuckers are bold. So she was like telling the other girl, yeah, we're going to take this liquor and this weed. She ain't going to know. She's so stupid. So I'm looking at them, and they're looking at me, and they was like, yeah, I know, I know. You work with her. Me and her been friends for a long time, and, you know, this is just what we do. You know what I'm saying? Because she like my sister. I know her whole family. I'm sitting there looking at this chick. I can't even make this shit up, right? My sister was living in Ocean Village in Far Rockaway. <laughs> I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch, right? Still ain't saying nothing because I need to see how far you going. Right? So she then took a bottle and put it in her bag. 
They got the weed, right? I don't smoke weed. My sister smoked weed. They had the weed. They left her a little bit. They took the rest and put it in the bag, right? Okay, now they sitting there. She all in the refrigerator. Oh, she don't even eat all this. This bitch is literally stealing out of my sister's house. Didn't say nothing, right? So she's sitting there, her and the girl, and she's like telling me, yeah, I remember when she was 10 years old. Me and Denise go way back. Oh, my God, I knew her mother and her brother because she only, it's just her and her brother because my brother man will always go over my sister's house, right? She was like, yeah, you know, because her mom only had two kids. You know what I'm saying? I've been with her since she was 10 years old. She, we sisters. She know I can take anything in this house. You know what I'm saying? So she said, man. So by then, my brother man comes, right? He walks in. He's like, yo, what's up, Donna? I said, yo, what's up? So he's telling the girl. The girl was like, yeah, oh, my God, what's up, bro? He said, yo, you met my baby sister? <laughs> the look. On homegirl face was priceless. I underlined agenda. See, my sister considered this girl her best friend. She considered, oh, she's good, all of that. So I waited until my sister came out. I said, yo, shorty, do me a favor before you leave here. Take everything out that bag. She was like, what, bitch? Take everything out the bag. So my sister's like, yo, that's my baby sister. You know what I'm saying? You met her. She was like, uh, I didn't know you had a sister here, bitch. <laughs> and take everything. So my sister Denise... Now, mind you, she's still mourning, so you're emotional. You, you either going to snap or you just going to cry or do whatever. So my sister, she never, trust me, my sister never surprises me when it comes to doing what's right. She said, what you mean? What she got in her bag? I said, your weed, you're licking some food out your refrigerator. She said, I know that bitch didn't do that. She was like, uh, I said, open the bag or I open it. I said, I'm not my sister. I'm the evil one. So, man is like, yo, what happened, daughter? I said, yo, this bitch is sitting here like, yeah, we sisters. I knew her since she was 10. She only got her and her brother. I said, there's a reason why I don't always show up. So, when they opened the bag, all my sister shit was in there. All of her shit was in there. My sister was like, yo, get the fuck out of my house. And I'm keeping the whole bag. The whole bag. Whatever's in here is mine. I said, and please call the police. Because... And I was lying. I'm not even going to lie. I had my phone. I said, because, bitch, I got everything on video. Every fucking thing. You should be careful who you talk around. That bitch left that bag. Denise was like, I don't even want the fucking bag. She just emptied everything out, took her shit back, and threw everything in the incinerator. I said, okay. I underlined agenda. And my sister did. She helped her. She gave her a lot of stuff. But thinking this was her friend. But... Sometimes we get blinded. We get blinded in our hurt or we just think, well, you know, no, I don't be around my sister too much. I don't. But when I do, uh, when I am around her, we enjoy each other. Just can't do it for too long because she'll say something while I say something and it, it won't end well, you know, even while we grown. So, uh, you know, I, I know it's an hour and a half as I, as I turn off and I'm good with that. Hour and a half. I can be around her for an hour and a half. And once that finish, you go, all right, I'll see you later. And I'm out. I'm out. Because, yeah, no. But I, I'm, I know my flaws. I know my limitation. I know my sister would tell you the same thing. Oh, I love my sister. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But once that hour and a half turn, the ball, clock strike 12. <laughs> we back turning into pumpkins, boo. It's, it's no more of Cinderella. Uh-uh. It ain't no more dressing. It's not that. So we, we have acknowledged that. 
When we see each other, we come in either to eat or we're going to sit down and spend some time. And everybody's going their separate ways. Split camp. All right, boo-boo. You be good. All right, all right. And that's it. Don't try. And you'll have people, oh, my God, I'm going to try to help heal your sister. Ma, it's not broken. We finally found a place where we can agree to disagree and get along. And that's it. It's, it's not broken. It's just how it needs to be. That's how it is. It's good with that. I'm good with that. She's good with that. Both parties are good with that. That's it. And we are so much better because we both came with that agreement. And we can function in a, in a, in a world that is, now if she needs me, I'm there. I'm there. I will be there like, hey, okay, I'm, I'm here. What's up? Same way as my brothers. If you need me where there's something like a death or a wedding or something like that, yo, I'm there. What, what the hell is it? All right, I'll be there. And that's it. But for something for some bullshit or barbecue or whatever, I don't eat barbecue. So that's why I would, and they know that. I don't eat barbecue, so why I'm coming? I'm not going to eat your food. <laughs> what? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not even going to lie. Now, if the kids are doing something and they're in the barbecue like they're doing the show or whatever, okay, I'm coming. I come and see the show. What time the show start? All right. Now, the eight before I came. And once the show is over, all right, I'll let y'all know I'm here. All right. If it's a gift, I'll give you a gift and yo, I'm out. So they can't say, nah, she's not there. No, I'm there. And now, for my niece, did I go to her wedding? No, I didn't. I did not. And I'll tell you why. No, no uh, underlined agenda. I said, um, hey, Two two things I invited them to that I thought was very important. My crowning, because they lived in the Bronx. They live right there. Right there. Trusting them live right there. Oh, no, I didn't come. Uh, and then when I opened up my shop and had the grand opening, it was April 9th. I gave them all ample enough time. I even told them I'd pay for a cab or whatever for them to come out or get somebody to drive and go get them. They didn't show up. So when she had her wedding, they said, oh, why you didn't come? That's the most important day of your life here. So was those two events. Y'all didn't come and support me, so why I'm coming to support you? And I'm happy y'all didn't go, because first rule of thumb, if the groom's mother and daddy don't come, then why I'm coming? This wedding is uh, doomed before it starts. Oh, and I know what some of y'all say. No, it's not. Yeah, it was. If the mother and father didn't come, and they didn't get a blessing of the groom, guess what? They divorced now. She with a whole new other nigga, and that dude, that left. So, it wasn't supposed to be in the... So, why I'm going? Why? Nah, y'all didn't give me back my gift. Hell no. Nah, that's okay. And my brother, he was the one that paid for the dressing stuff. And he said, oh, I'm happy you didn't come. They was fighting in the bathroom. The, the groom's sister came, and she started going off on the, the bride that was in the bathroom. My niece, Tiffany. And they started arguing back and forth, and they had a big-ass fight. I said, child, I knew I was happy. I, I didn't come. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Certain, certain events, certain energies, underlined agenda. So when everything's cleared down and we all, you know, already overcame it, oh, because you opened up a, a store and, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I was jealous. <laughs> so that's why I didn't come. Well, I wasn't jealous that you got married. I was married twice, so it's all the same. But guess what? Any event or anything that I believe that's good for my life that I would want to share with y'all, y'all don't show up. I don't show up for y'all's neither. And it's not a tit for tat. It's just how it is. So let's keep that same energy. Whenever you have something that's great or grand, don't invite me because you know I'm not coming. Because I stopped inviting y'all a long time ago. It's been five years going on six. Anything that's of a great 
thing or something that's important in my life, I don't invite them because I already know you're not coming. So why am I wasting my time, my energy or anything? And I'm good with that. And for all these people that might say, oh, my God, you should fix that. No, no, don't fix it because it's not broken. We've come to a place. See, that's the agenda. We've come to a place. You're not pointing to me, so I don't need to point to you. And I'm okay with that. I'm good. There's no healing that needs. We already went through the healing. When she said, oh, I didn't want to come. You know, I was a little jealous. Why? Why? We all eating. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I said, okay. I said, listen, let's come to agreement. I don't, don't invite me and I won't invite you. And we good. And I don't show up to theirs because they don't even need to invite me. They, already, they will tell you, nope, don't invite Aunt Donna because she ain't coming. No, nope, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not. Let's not lie to each other. That's the one thing we shouldn't do. Let's not lie to each other. And I'm not inviting y'all. And then when you do invite them, so we are at my aunt's funeral. Mom was put away beautiful. Her children got together. We put aside all bickerness and all that. And we all, the only one that I couldn't, and everyone explained it to him. They told my uncle Julius, they said, listen, underlined agenda. They told him, they said, listen, Donna is here and so are you. She doesn't get along with you. Leave her alone and let's put your sister away nicely and let's call her today. Okay. Now they had this conversation with my uncle. They ain't have to have the conversation with me because I don't rock with him. He can walk right past me and I'm good with that, right? So my Uncle Julius gets in the church. And my cousin Skinny and all of them was like, hey, Uncle Julius, hey, Uncle Julius. He ignores all of them. I'm telling you, he ignores all of them and comes straight to me and leans over and say, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me or not. We still family. So my brother and all of them are looking at my Uncle Julius like, we just spoke to you. We spoke to you numerous times, even before she came. But he had an underlined agenda. See, he thought, because he did 25 years in jail, that that will make people scared of him. You didn't go to jail for murder. You went to jail for stealing a bag. And the lady didn't let it go. So when she tripped, she hit her head on the concrete. And she was brain dead. You didn't kill her. She killed herself. Really? Like, she felt it was because of you. But you didn't go and blow nobody brains out. You ain't do no big grind. Nigga, he was stealing. And then when they looked in the pocketbook, it was only $25 in there. Like, you need your ass whooped. So, when you had a mama with money and all that, you was just, you, you, was, you was 21 years old. And you spent majority of your life in prison for stealing. So, I turned around. And I said, I will flip over that casket and everything else. And I will beat the dog shit out of you. Talk to me again. He didn't think that I would reply to him. He thought I would be like, oh, look at you. I'm sorry. Like he, because my cousin Peter and all of them do that. Right? Real talk. They, they do that. Whenever he come in a the room, they, they fucking, you know, hunch down in the corner. Because all they know is 25 years. That's the only thing. I don't give a fuck. So me, I'm like, I know a nigga that did 33 years. So you sit down. Like, I know a motherfucker that did 60 years. Are you crazy? Like, I'm the wrong one. So when I spoke back to him, he looked and ran over to my brother and him. So my brother's on the pulpit and he looks at my uncle. He said, didn't we tell you? He said, I'm not going to get on my sister for replying the way she did. He said, because we told you numerous times not to say something. He said, okay, Donna, thank you. 
Like, what you thought? They was going to stop me or whatever? Like, if someone tells you, listen, this person don't rock with you, why do you think that it's okay for you to go over there and think you're going to intimidate them? Underline. So now, you would think, and I always tell my brothers and all of them, be careful of him. Because, yo, he didn't, he's not coming out the same that he went in. So, he goes to my cousin. Right? And there's a reason why I'm telling y'all all of this. But he goes to my cousin. And he tells my cousin. Oh, my cousin Lisa. Oh, you need to give me some money. And my cousin Lisa like, no. So then he go to my cousin Skinny. Because uh, Skinny was going to go and buy his sister some sneakers. He was like, yeah, she wore them shoes up here. And her feet hurt. He said, so we're going to go somewhere and buy some sneakers. Oh, I'll take you, but you got to pay for me. So my cousin is telling me this. And I'm like... Yo, while he's standing there, yo, don't give him anything, nothing. And so he, he runs over to the kids, right? My brother's kids. And I'm like sitting there peeping it. So I'm telling my brother, Robert, and them, like, yo, he extorting man's kids. Like, yo, y'all better watch this nigga. So to them, because I don't like my Uncle Julius, I was making it up. But a few weeks later, it came out. He was taking money from my brother man's kids. The man stepped to him. He did it what, like a father shit. Yo, don't go near my kids or I'll beat the shit out of you and all of that. Okay. Um, no, I don't condone violence. Do not think of this as that. But at the end of the day, you have to protect your kids and protect people that you love. Because some people have this underlying agenda. They can front like they're your people. They can front like they're your friends. They can front like they're in your corner. But all you got to do is sit back and you'll see. My mother said, my mother taught me this a long time ago. You sit by the beach long enough, you'll watch the bullshit float by. Real talk. And it's true. All you got to do, some people's actions don't match up with their words. So all you have to do is sit back and don't rush into anything. Don't rush and call people your friends. My baby daughter is known for that. When people start saying, oh, my God, you're my sister. She'd be like, uh-uh, poise. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. What we not going to do. And that's a lesson I needed to learn because it's real. Stop jumping on people's bandwagons because, oh, they popular. Oh, they got a lot of likes. Oh, they call me sis. Okay. You know that ain't your real sister. Slow down. Slow down. Relax. Sit back. Let people show you who they are. Stop jumping. Because see, when you jump, and you jump on that motherfucking bandwagon, some of y'all ain't used to being dragged or being hurt or being betrayed. Because it's not a good feeling. Let me tell you, I've been on the other side of that motherfucking fence. Uh, yeah. When you find out the people you're running with, they fucking rapists. When you find out the people you're running with are scammers. When you find out the people you're running with ain't doing shit or racist. Yeah, it's not cool. Because see, when they drag, they drag everybody that was associated with them. Now, you either stand up for what you believe in or you fold under pressure. I'm the type I'm not, I can't fold. I don't know how. The only time you're going to see me folding is at the laundromat. And some of y'all are not built. For that pressure. Because pressure on the pipe make it bust. You see, the, everybody knew the story of what happened with, when the truth came out about them cutting that girl and stuff. And what happened? That lady said, oh, I ain't the only one. Start telling on everybody. He raping people. And it's the sad part. You mad because now you telling. But when all of that was happening... Why you ain't say nothing then? Nah, because you was getting money. That underlined agenda. As long as you eating and you getting money, you don't give a fuck about those people. Another thing. Some of us, for real, 
I'm following spiritual people that are craziest cat shit that need to be in therapy and need to be locked away on some medicine. But we still follow. They out here biting off chicken heads, thinking that's spiritual. That's not Ifa. That's not Lukumi. That's not voodoo. Oh, they biting off chicken heads and uh, I'm a curse people. You better go get a fucking technic shot is what you need to do. And I be sitting there looking at that shit. And then you have people that be on there threatening everybody. Oh, Oshun said. How you know what Oshun said? Trust me, if Oshun is speaking, she's speaking to you. She ain't speaking to us. <laughs> she ain't give us a group message. Stop doing that. But they do it. A leg watch said he's coming to reap havoc. Why? What do do? What? So, oh, Allegua's doing that now. He's picking up the phone and he's calling you. What's his number? I, I need to call and talk to him. See, that's the shit I say back. But then after a while, it becomes so redundant and it's so stupid. I don't even partake in the circus. I just see it, like it, and keep on moving. Some of it, I just say, keep scrolling. It ain't got shit to do with me. And you got to see some of the comments I do. I just be like, let me go down this rabbit hole. And I start reading the comments. Oh, my God. I knew Allegra was mad at me. And the first thing I want to write is, who, who is Allegra? Who is he? And they will put up St. Lazarus, real talk. And I'm like, that's not Allegra. Like, you using, oh, my God. And all you could do at this moment, real talk, is laugh. It is too much information out here for you to acquire. It is too much things out here for you to learn. But instead, we get we want to follow the crowd. We all have this hidden agenda. All of us, even me, we all are acquiring something. Be it good, bad, or indifferent. We're all being pimped by something. Don't get it twisted. Pimped by money. We're pimped by like, fame. All of it. We are pimped by healing. Whatever it is, it is motivating us. Call it what it is. Y'all can sit there and say, no, not me. Yes, you. Yes, you. We all are. We all are. At the end of the day, own your shit. Be accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Yes, I am. I, you know what I'm guilty of? Wanting to help everyone. Knowing that everyone is not ready to be helped. What am I guilty of? Wanting to help everyone, but not understanding, realizing, and knowing that everyone is not meant to be helped. And it's not my place. But I still have that I want to save the world black woman mentality because I know how it feels to be hurt, betrayed, ridiculed, lied on, all of that, dragged. I know how that shit feels, having your picture posted all over on different sites. Oh, with, with the Eddie Murphy chick or with, with the Shrek chick and saying, oh, she don't know shit. No, she don't have her saints because at that moment I didn't have them. I didn't do my three months at ball. Took me three years to do it. So, Okay. So, yeah, I was dragged. I was humiliated. I was lied on. Even now. But at the end of the day, I don't care. Because I, I love it when those people throw a rock and hide their hands. Okay? And then be on my page and, or listening to my stuff and sitting there, I don't like her. Then why are you here? Why are you here? If, you don't, if I don't like nobody, I'm not fucking with them, their family, their friends. I'm not keeping a tab on them. I don't give a fuck. If your grandma died, ain't got shit to do with me. I don't fuck with you. But you got some people that have mental issues that we're still following that, yo, if you don't fuck with somebody, why are you watching their page? Why are you worrying about everything they post? Why every time they post something, you got to make a live? Like, why? What the fuck? Go live your life. They're not fucking with you. They're not being bothered with you. They're unbothered. But why are you bothered? Hidden agenda. 
Because most of these people that don't like you, technically, they don't know you. They're vibing off of somebody that does. And those people, whether they're wrong or right, why would you want to sit here and get a group of motherfuckers to sign up to your goddamn crusade? Okay, both your hands was dirty. Or you was wrong. Ah, uh, but you missed that. You missed that money flow. Or you missed that, that popularity. Or you missed just that, that friendship. Well, you shouldn't have fucked it up. That's it. But they don't realize that. So instead, they get all these other people and they want to do this group thing. That's why I, cut, I did a sweep. Everybody that was associated with them, cut them off. Bye. That's it. That's all. I Listen, if I see where you are sitting there promoting and doing all that, the person I don't fuck with, I'm cutting your ass off too. Boop, bye. I, I, don't need, I, don't need, I don't need none of that. And I used to. Real talk. I used to. When people used to screenshot or send me videos and be like, yo, you see what she's saying? Or you see what he's saying? Or yeah, he's talking about you. And I would read it. Now... I even get rid of the messenger. Why? If they told you, then they told you. Why are you so comfortable in telling me? First of all, the first thing I'm going to ask is, why are they so cool talking about me to you? Why? why? How, how is that? How? how? You, you're supposed to be my friend. Why are you allowing this? Oh, it's already. So you're comfortable. So they, this ain't the first time. And secondly, shit, if they can't trust you, why do you think I'm going to trust you? Because if they told you, they ain't tell nobody else, they told you. Why are you coming over here telling me, oh, because I'm your friend? No, you're not. You messy too. So guess what? Fuck both of y'all. Stay over there and have a good life. I don't need to be bothered. And even if I see them in real life, I keep it moving. That's it. That's Keep it moving. Bow. Keep going. Keep going. At all. I'm not, I'm not here to uh, facilitate or, or ease or stroke your fucking ego. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't. It's not. I'm at a place now, believe it or not, that if you don't rock with me, I'm good with that. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to put a long comment. I'm not going to go and talk to you. I'm not. I don't owe you an explanation. If you rock, if you cut me off, then keep that energy. Don't spend the block. Keep that energy. I don't need to know. I don't need to rock with you. I don't need to fuck with you. I don't even need to be in your presence. I don't even need to be in your conversation. Real talk. Real talk. You you made the choice for whatever reason not to fuck with me. I'm good with that. Don't use the underlying that agenda. Stand, stand tall. Ten toes deep. Keep going with your life. But see, what most people do is they'll ghost you or, or block you or do something like that. And then you'll see them coming back. Don't spend the block. Don't do that. Oh, because you saw me speaking to someone that you know or someone you're trying to get close with or you think that I'm going to be your plug. Nah, I'm, I'm, I've never been that hungry for friendship. Trust me on that. Since I was 14 years old, real talk, I can take myself out to dinner. I have been taking myself to the movies by myself, going to dinner by myself, going to book readings, all that events. I always travel by myself. I love me. So that... Trust me, y'all ain't ever got to worry about me and my self-esteem. Because I don't give a fuck. Even when I was 380 pounds, I'm still that bitch. Yeah, I, I checked. I'm still that bitch. To me. ain't no. I don't give a fuck if I'm in the room with a nothing but, and I have been, with beautiful, drop-dead gorgeous women. And I'm still, hey, yep, I'm that bitch too. Hey, girl. Hey. And they be like, oh, my God, we love you. I love you more. Because I, it's my character. 
it is who I am. I don't need to be in competition. When we was young, I never forget, right? I want to share this with y'all. I never forget. Teresa, Keisha, all those who's all going out with Stephanie and Dominique and all of them. Teresa and them will always say, oh, I don't want to go out because they're going to talk to the light-skinned girls. I used to be like, what color got to do with it? And they wouldn't. Even Lakia, all of them. Oh, no, them light-skinned bitches. No. Now, my sister-in-law is light-skinned. Right? High yellow. And I used to be like, come on, we can all go out. And they used to be like, D, why, why are you different than them? Because first of all, the niggas that want you, I'm not going to want. And I got my own set of niggas that's going to want me. I'm not here in competition with you. I'm here to make sure I look out for you like you look out for me. Nigga, you come in now, nah, you going with them. We need lights and plate numbers, phones, all that. We just don't go, nah. Matter of fact, you come and this is how, this was our rule. We at the club or something. Oh, I'm going to take. No, no, no. We came together. We leaving together. Bitch, he going to follow us because we want you to know where we live. Follow us. Okay. Take a picture of the motherfucker or write down his license plate, nigga. We need to see your full name. Where your license? All right. And we taking all this information. Okay, now, bitch, you could go. He came and got her at her residence because we dropped this bitch off. Like here, knocking on door. Ma, she home, people. She home, kids, babysitter, whoever. This bitch is home. Okay, you leaving with this nigga? All right, because you won't tell the police that we was there. No, bitch, you went on your own. But you my girl, so we need to make sure you good. Uh-uh. And if a nigga, y'all, I'm going to send a drink over. No, nigga, come here. You sip it first, because we don't do that putting Mickeys and Ruthies in drinks. You sip that shit first. Oh, okay, give it five minutes. If this nigga don't drop, then you drink. Yeah, that was our thing. If this nigga don't drop, then you drink. Uh-uh. No, we don't do that. And he'd be like, yo, y'all serious? Yeah, we serious, nigga. We don't play that game. Like, uh-uh. Sorry. We, we, mm-mm, mm-mm. We the bitches that wrote the first 48. We ain't, uh-uh. No, no. We NCIS. We real. Nah, player. So, underlying agenda. Because of some girl, Teresa, this is why Teresa didn't like light-skinned girls. Because of the girl that took her man, she was light-skinned. So from that hurt, instead of looking at her man being a cheater, always a cheater, he met her while she was cheating because he brought her into his house while his wife was at work. So a light-skinned girl started talking to him, or he started talking to a light-skinned girl. Really, for that nigga, it wasn't about color. It was about who he could intimidate. So she just... Put it all as, oh, I don't trust light-skinned girls. And anytime Smoke uh, Lakia was around somebody and they was light-skinned, oh, I can't stand y'all bitches. Why? Because the light-skinned dude, light-skinned girl slept with your baby daddy? Like, so you're going to hate all light-skinned girls? Why? When will y'all start saying, yo, it's my baby daddy or my man that cheated. I'm going to hate this nigga. No, we always wind up hating the girl. And we take that and take their looks, or if they light skin, or if they fat, or if they skinny, or if they uh, uh, pigeon toe, whatever the, the characteristics or whatever's on that person, we start hating that person altogether. I, every girl that my ex husband Roosevelt talked to, I didn't hate the girl, I hated his ass. I tell you in a heartbeat, I can't stand that nigga. That's the nigga that cheated. I can't get mad at them. They already, they didn't know. They followed what this nigga say. Like, nah, no. Underlying agenda, hidden agenda, stand on your, stand 10 toes deep, know your worth, follow you, watch people, don't just automatically jump on bandwagons, be your authentic self, don't mimic anybody, do your thing, coin your path, listen, run your, run your race, but know your place, 
it and grow within your your whole little circle of and make sure you have people that are rowing with you and not secretly putting holes in your shit. Remember that. And as always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure and I love you.